talking about building the house and building the church. And we've been talking about building our life on the foundation and the principles that God has set for us to bless us. All right. Jesus came. He said that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And that's his will for your life. And he said to his apostle Peter, he says, upon this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And we've dealt with building up the work of God, the plan of God, the people of God. And if you look in that scripture in Matthew, it talks about how the gates of hell would not prevail against the work of God. And that means you. That means me. And in that message, we understand there is an indicator that there is a warfare that's taking place and that's going on in this environment. But we also understand that Jesus was the one that left that mandate and that message and left that word for us that we would not be de uh, destroyed, but we would stand upon the foundation that he set. And that was himself, the word. He was the word made flesh and dwelt among us. We understand here in this month of October, as we've celebrated six years of ministry here as a church body, the remnant church, we've also understand in this month is something that the world has set for to be uh, a time of evil. You hear what I'm saying? You wonder how I'm going to connect the dots here. And uh, when we don't celebrate Halloween, praise God. Amen. Last year we had a pumpkin patch out on the front lawn, but we was talking about harvest. And there's nothing wrong with a pumpkin, praise the Lord. Amen. Some of y'all know how to make pumpkin pie. And it makes for a good fall decoration. But we've got to get and dissect and go deeper into a thing to understand what the enemy's trying to do. Because there's a lot of stuff we join on with and we connect with and we join on board too as believers that's not right. And we don't understand how the enemy is trying to get into our house. And I'm not just talking about that physical address where you live, but you don't know that the, the, the apostle said that our body is the temple of God. And he said to present your body a living sacrifice. Come on. And how did he say do it? Holy acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Somebody say, I am a temple. Come on. You are the temple of God. The Lord is more interested in your soul than he is this physical structure. Listen, when he talked about the church, he wasn't talking about this steel and these bricks and this sheetrock, but he was talking about the men and the women and the people of God. And listen, God came to raise you up, and he did that through his son, Jesus Christ. And I want to talk about that house this morning that God wants to build in you and with you. And I asked the question. We don't have the question mark in there, but we're going to get it because it's the question in this uh, part one and a part two message. We can't deal with it all today. But what's in your house? And listen, don't get mixed up with that because I'm not just talking about what kind of furniture you got. I'm not asking about what's in your refrigerator, but I'm talking about what's on the inside and what have 
you have allowed to come into your heart, into your mind, and what impact is it having on your life? Some oftentimes we are dealing with things and we deal with them in the natural. But we've got to understand that God created us a living person and a living soul. And he put a spirit on the inside of us. And there are spirits that come to attack us, to seek to rob us of the purpose and the destiny and the plan that God has set for us to be built upon. We talked this Wednesday about the builder's master plan. And we understand that God have a design for us and it's found in the scripture. And we also understand that the way into his house is that he has an opening and an entry point and it's a door. And Jesus says, I am the door. He says, I am the shepherd. He says, I'm the way. He says, I'm the truth and I'm the life. But oftentimes we, we come through that door, but then there are other doors in our life that we do not close. There are other openings that we do not shut. And there's an entry point where the enemy gains access to us and then begins to wreak havoc on our mind. We look here in Luke chapter 11, and we see how Jesus, he taught his disciples. He starts about prayer, and then he moves down further, and there are some accusations that are made against him. We read the Bible in Luke 11, chapter 11, verse 17. He says that he knew their thoughts, so he said, any king, kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. I'm reading the New Living Translation. A family splintered by fueling, feuding will fall apart. You say I'm empowered by Satan, but if Satan is divided and fighting against himself, how can his kingdom survive? He asked the question, and if I'm empowered by Satan, what about your own exorcists? They cast out demons too, so they will condemn you for what you have said. But if I'm casting out demons by the power of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived among you. Somebody say the kingdom is here. Come on, what kingdom we're talking about? The kingdom of God. And Jesus says the sign and the signal that the kingdom of God has arrived in part is the ministry of deliverance. Somebody say the ministry of deliverance. Now that's something we don't like to talk about because we say, well, everybody dealing with something. And that's true. Everybody is dealing with something. But there's some stuff we ought to stop dealing with. Come on, there's some stuff we need to quit tolerating and permitting. Do y'all want to help me? There's some things that we have allowed and given permission to that is making our walk harder. And it's time for us to fortify ourselves in the Lord and do an inventory of what's in our house. Do you hear me today? Do an inventory of the thoughts that we have. You look at verse 17, the Bible says that Jesus, he knew their thoughts. And don't you know that we serve a God that sees and he knows everywhere. He knows what we are thinking. He knows what we are feeling. He knows what we're going through. And he understands that there is an attack and a war against us. But listen, he also declares that through 
through his arrival, through his birth, and through his life, through his death, through his resurrection, that we now, once we become a man or woman of God and we place our faith in him, we have power. Somebody say, I've got power. I've got power, but the power that I received is not power that's on my own, but I've been empowered. Somebody say empowered. Empowered means there's been a deposit. There's been a deposit in my life, but it doesn't come from what was internal, but it comes from what was external. And this power comes from heaven. It comes from God. And Jesus did a lot of healing. He did a lot of ministry but a lot of the ministry he did was really driving the devil out of places that he occupied in places where he had set up camp and listen why was he doing that because in order to move into a house you've got to move some things out of a house I wish somebody would help me preach this morning. Now, some of you have built your house from the ground up, but many of us have gone and purchased a house where somebody else used to live. But how do you know that you don't move into a house and put stuff on top of stuff? You need the person that was in there before you to move out. And listen, I've declared to you this morning that this earth, that this place that we are in, the enemy came down to because he would cast out of heaven and he came here and set up camp. And there's a lot of places where he resides and there are a lot of places where he hides and we tend to cohabitate instead of dealing with the thing. But Jesus says, I come to deal with this because my kingdom will not fail. My kingdom will prevail. My kingdom will advance, but there's some things that we've got to do in our home. There's some things we've got to do in our heart, in our mind to get rid of and to kick the devil out of the places where he has set up camp. And too many of us, we want the blessing and the healing of God and we want to walk with God, but we generally come to him and we walk and carry along with us and we live and exist with things that hinder us, that bind us, that cause us not to experience the joy and the peace that God have promised us. And I declare and I believe that in this room there are many of you that have been tormented and are being tormented right now. Sometimes you get up and you take a shower you take a bath but you just feel like there's something you can't get off. Come on, you get up and you get up and there's sunshine outside, but there's gloom and darkness in your heart. There's gloom and darkness in your thought because the devil have been doing everything he can to pull you backwards. He's been doing everything he can to move in to some empty rooms that are in your spirit. There's some empty rooms in your life. There's some things from your past where the enemy have decided that he don't want to leave, that he don't want to move, but he wants to stay. But I hear to tell you today that you don't have to settle for what the devil is doing. Jesus says, I came that you'd have life and have it more abundantly. And Jesus didn't come for we could be in the devil, but he came to cast the devil out. Somebody say, cast the devil out. 
Sometimes we as believers, we are afraid of that language and that talk because we believe that darkness have more power than light. We sing this little light is mine. I'm going to let it shine everywhere I go. But oftentimes we go and we go places and we allow darkness to wreak havoc instead of setting forward the order of God. Listen, Jesus went about doing good. I love this scripture, one of my favorite, Acts 10 and 38. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Jesus says, I've got something better. I've got some new furniture. I've got some better dishes. Come on, I've got some new linens. Come on, I've got some new things that I want you to experience, but you've got to let me in your heart. And listen, there's no good thing will I withhold from them that love me. Listen, I don't care what grandma or grandpa did. I don't care where lineage you have. I don't care what curse somebody spoke over your life. There's power in the name of Jesus to break chains. Does anybody hear what I'm saying this morning? I don't care what the doctor said. I don't care what the lawyer said. I don't care when the bill collector is calling and what they say is due. I believe God have power that he's given us an anointing to walk in dominion and authority and it's time for us to do inventory and to check what's in our house. A lot of times we are at war with ourselves. Come on, sometimes we come and we look at folk. But listen, folk are not your enemy. Sometimes we need to get in the mirror and we need to look at ourselves and say, Lord, what's wrong with me? Lord, what's going on with Anthony? Lord, what area do I need to be delivered? And listen, if you think there's something in your life, you think that you're perfect, you have made a mistake already because we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Listen, I want you to know today that God says his grace have appeared to all men and listen we serve a God that loves us and that cares about us and it's time for us to stop talking about what the devil's doing and it's time for us to talk about what Jesus is doing Jesus came in Luke chapter 11 and he came in verse 14 he says one day he cast out a devil from a man that couldn't speak and when the demon was gone the man began to speak and the crowd was amazed but some of them said no wonder he can cast out devils he gets his power from Satan but listen here Jesus shows us a kingdom principle if we read down further in chapter 11 verse 18 he says a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand you can't cast out the devil with the devil you've got to have a power that's greater than and listen today I just believe what the word says that greater is he that is in me than he that's within the world and listen I'm tired of the devil messing with my stuff I'm tired of him messing with my mind I'm tired of him messing with my body I'm tired of him messing with me on my job I'm tired of him messing with me in the school I want God to get the glory out of my life and listen Jesus says a kingdom divided against itself will not stand. Jesus says I can't cast out something with nothing but I'm casting out things that come from a higher place. Jesus says that his mode of operation is not division but he's united in faith with the father 
But a lot of times, we as believers are at war with ourselves. What are you talking about? We're at war with our purpose. We're at war with the plan of God for our life. We're at war with our past. And listen, this is what most of us, we're at war with one another. We find fault in everything people do, in everything people say. Somebody looked at me. Somebody talking about me. Somebody said something that's made my feelings get hurt. We find offense. And oftentimes, we push check that towards somebody else when we really don't realize that the enemy is looking for an entry point. He's looking for a way in. Oftentimes it starts in the mind cognitively with thinking and we're allowing the enemy to speak to us and Jesus knew their thoughts and listen he knew their thoughts because he understood that they were at war with themselves. He understood that there was a battle that they were fighting that they were raging but they were fighting it the wrong way this is a fight of faith this is a fight where we've got to walk in accordance to what the word of God says it's time for us to get the power of God to do what Jesus said when he sent the people out and he gave them the great commission look at Matthew chapter 28 Verse 16, it says, meanwhile, the 11 disciples went to Galilee and Jesus took them to a mountain he designated. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Some were thinking the wrong thing, but Jesus said unto them, all authority in heaven and in earth has been given to me. Listen, God has all authority in heaven and in earth, and he deputized you and me. He says in verse 19, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Don't you know today God has called us to build up his kingdom, but we can't build stuff on top of stuff. We got to get set free. We got to be healed. We've got to allow God to come. Come on the inner man and deal with our issues. Deal with the things we struggle with where we're at war with ourselves. Listen, Jesus says he cast out devils by the power of God because he had the ministry of deliverance for it was his purpose to establish his work and his plan. He had to eradicate, to remove and expel darkness within. Listen, Jesus spent a lot of his ministry sending the message so that people would get set free and they would be delivered from areas of oppression and bondage. Listen, he took the evidence of darkness and he spoke to it and he told them to be set free. He told them to be delivered. And listen, he says here that a kingdom divided is doomed. He says a house divided is doomed. I'm talking about what's in your house. Some of us, we're worried about what somebody's saying. But listen, a lot of us are tearing up our own house with our own mouth. We're tearing up our own house with our own thoughts. And it's time for us to get in alignment with heaven. It's time for us to speak and declare what the word says. Listen, can't nobody tear your marriage apart. But the two people that have been united in it, can't nobody tear your family apart. Can't nobody tear tear your business apart unless the people that are within it start tearing it apart with their words. 
Listen, with their thoughts, oftentimes we allow the devil to bring misinformation, to cloud our understanding of what the truth is. But it's time for us to be set free. Listen, a business divided is doomed. A government divided is doomed. A school divided is doomed. A person divided is doomed. Come on, who's at war with themselves this morning? Who's been fighting against their own self? Who's been fighting with people? Listen, it's time for us to fight and direct our attention toward heaven. But listen, we don't have power on our own. The power comes from on high. And some of us, we're trying to do it in our own strength. Come on, let me preach about my own self. Come on, it ain't just what we say out of our mouth, but it's what we have in our heart. It's what we've allowed into our life. And oftentimes there's been entry points where we have allowed access for the enemy to do what he wants. Listen, the enemy need access to do his work. And in most cases, he don't have a lot of trouble finding his way into our spiritual house because we've let spiritual doors, spiritual windows and gates open. Come on, we look at everything on television. Come on, we listen to everything on the radio. Come on, we, we look at every junk tabloid magazine there is come on and then we got social media we got tiktok y'all hear me we got instagram listen there's a lot of places where there's a lot of good there but there's a lot of evil and wrong and we've got to learn how to guard our thought life somebody say guard your thought life jesus knew their thoughts and listen he says what's in your house today he says what interest point and access point have you allowed the enemy to wreak havoc in your home some of you got children having nightmares. Some of that's because they listening to stuff they're not supposed to be listening to. Come on, you can't have them just be free on YouTube. There's a lot of junk out there. Come on, there's a lot of junk on Nickelodeon and Disney. Don't let yourself be fooled. The devil have an agenda, and it's not a kingdom agenda. And listen, it's time for the men and women of God to set some boundaries and set some rules and say what's in my house come on what have you allowed come on what have you permitted the devil does what he's given permission to do and many times the enemy is doing what he won't because we're doing what we want let me repeat that you cannot do what you want to do somebody say I'm grown I pay my own bills I live in my own house and when you go home and you shut the door you're doing what you want to do but listen I'm here to tell you today the devil is after you and he's finding any way that he can try to find a way in but the bible says that there's no good thing that god will withhold from them that love him and that fear him some of us it's time for us to cut the devil off listen there's some things that may be appealing and may be entertaining but the enemy finds a way in listen i used to watch all kind of crazy stuff y'all want to let me preach this morning Come on, I like Carrie. Come on, I like Bones. Come on, I like Halloween 1 and Halloween 2. But one day, I was at Old Roberts University. I had a bunch of CDs come on on my entertainment thing. And the Lord told me to get rid of all that junk. Listen, I was watching it. But listen, there was something that got a hold of me one day. And listen, I wanted the more of God. But I had to realize that some of this stuff that I'm struggling with and dealing with because of things that I'm putting before my eye gate but listen don't you know that your eye 
eyes are the gate to the soul. Your eyes are a gate to the inner part of your being. So we've got to be careful what we allow the enemy to do. Don't you know sometimes we're hearing and we're listening to something that sounds cute, that look cute. But listen, the devil is using it to plant himself on the inside of your house. And listen, then you get at war with yourself. You're wondering why you're struggling. You're wondering why you're having a hard time. Because there's been an entry point and an access point. But don't be discouraged today. Don't let this message be a message to make you not feel good. I'm here to declare to you that Jesus came with all power and authority. And he comes from the Father. And he was united with the Holy Ghost. And he came that we would have life and have it more abundantly. And it's time for us to get set free so we can build up the kingdom of God. Come on, how do we build it up? We build it up on the authority of Jesus Christ. Listen, I don't care what they're doing in Washington, D.C. I don't care what the new green deal is. I serve a God who says that I came to establish my kingdom and I put it on a rock and that rock is Jesus and I build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I don't care what the enemy tries to bring to try to attack you. Listen, there's greater on the inside of you if you unite with Jesus, if you unite with God. Come on, the enemy's assignment from the birth of Jesus. Listen, didn't change. But listen, he had to make himself subject to Jesus because Jesus humbled himself in obedience to the Father. We've got to learn when the enemy has infiltrated our house. Come on, our spiritual life. Most of the times is evident in things unseen, yet it materializes in the natural, the hidden areas of our life where the enemy is set up shop. And I'm here to tell you right now, there's a full court press from darkness. Do you hear me? There's a full court press from darkness. The devil not playing with us. He's doing everything he can to set up his agenda. But listen, Jesus said that a house divided against itself would not stand. And that's why we got to stop fighting one another. You've looked at our country. You looked at society. It's more divided than it's ever been. You got folk that's pro-vaccine, that's not pro-vaccine. You got folk that's Democrat, you got folk that's Republican. You got far right, you got far left. You got folk believe in climate change, you got folk don't believe in it. You folk that believe that one race is superior to another, folk don't believe it. Listen, the devil is doing everything he can to divide us up because that's in that place where we are conquered. It's in that place where he does his best work in chaos. So listen to me. Whatever air of confusion you've been in, whatever thing that you've been allowing the enemy to work through you, it's time for you to repent of it. It's time for you to deal with your thought. It's time for you to deal with your will, to deal with your emotions. Too many times we're trying to fix our partner. We're trying to fix people. But the Lord says, this is the time where I need you to let me fix you. Come on. I get tired of folk. You will do it. We'll come in church. Do you know what so-and-so did? Do you know what so-and-so said? Somebody told me, 
not too long ago, you know you got a liar in your church. I said, the devil is a liar. <laughs> and the devil go to church just like we do. Stop looking for fault. Stop picking people and places apart. If you want to get stronger, if you want to have a greater anointing and a closer walk with God, you've got to deal with those areas where you at war with yourself. You've got to focus on yourself. Come on. God's kingdom can't be destroyed. But anything that's fighting against itself is headed for doom. It's headed for destruction. Listen to me. The enemy seeks to work you into his system. But he doesn't do it in an oblique and an obvious way. He comes. The Bible says he disguised himself as an angel of light. Do you hear what I'm saying? What does that mean? He comes in a form that doesn't look like the devil. You've got to guard the anointing, the ministry, the call on your life. Parents, you need to guard your children. No, you can't keep everything from them. But there comes an age where you can't control what they do and where they go. But what foundation have you set by the stuff you looking at? The stuff you talking about? Do y'all hear me? The Bible says, for when a strong man like Satan is fully armed and guards his palace, his possessions are safe. Until one even stronger attacks and overpowers him. Strips him of his weapons and carries off his belongings. Listen, you can't do that. He bound a strong man. And so we have to come under his authority. We have to come and humble ourselves and submit ourselves under his word, his plan for our life. And we've got to, we've got to take some things to the spiritual, what do they call it, the junkyard, the landfill. There's some things we need to get rid of. Sometimes it's, it's physical objects, and I don't want to dwell on that today. There's books, some assigned books you need to get rid of. There's things that you think is cute you need to get rid of. But most oftentimes it's stuff that's, that's intangible, is unforgiveness. It's jealousy, it's rage, it's anger, it's anything that gives the energy permission to wreak havoc in your life. Come on, it's undelivered hurt. It's a lot of hurt people. Come on, but we've got to forgive. Come on, what's in your house? Hallelujah. I don't know what it is, but you know. If you want to be set free this morning... You can be set free. The enemy doesn't have a lot of work to do if you do it for him. Do you hear me? There's a lot of stuff we blame the devil for the devil did not do. Do you hear me? What's in your thought life? Come on. A house divided against itself cannot stand. We're stronger together, but not when we're together in unrighteousness. But when we're together in righteousness, when we're together in truth, 
when we're together in love. The Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. Who haven't messed up? Who haven't sinned? Who haven't told a story? Come on, Abraham lied. Did you hear me? <laughs> he said, that's not my wife. That's my sister. <laughs> Come on, David was looking on something he shouldn't have been looking at. Do you hear me? Solomon was marrying folk he shouldn't have been. Listen, I can go on and on and on. There's a lot of folk and stuff we can see in the word that's not right. But what we understand is that there is a ministry that Jesus has where he comes to release us from bondage. And he wants to build us up. But we've got to deal with the things that are on the inside. And stop focusing on the outside. God don't care about what you got on. He don't care about whether you're wearing lipstick, or long hair, short hair. Do you hear me? What's on the inside? Thank you, Jesus. We used to sing that song. Brother Vernon, you know it. There's something on the inside. Working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Lord, this morning, I want you to deal with me. <laughs> Lord, I give you permission to come into my life. Search me like the psalmist said. Creating me a clean heart and renewing me a right spirit. Lord, shine the light from heaven on my soul. If you find anything that's in me that's not like you, take it out. Lord, I want what's in your house. Come on. Jesus even said it. A lot of times we use this scripture at a funeral. He says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I wouldn't have told you. Come on. I want what's in my father's house today. I want what's in my father's house. Thank you, Jesus. What's in it? Peace, love, joy, forgiveness, wholeness. Come on. What's in my father's house? There's healing. There's salvation. There's deliverance. What's in the father's house? Thank you, Jesus. There's a river that make glad the cities of God. Come on. You ever been to a house? There's some houses that's so big they got swimming pools in them. We went to a house one time. It had a slide in it. Come on. God got all kind of stuff. Thank you, Jesus. That's better than what we got here. But listen, we can't experience it in the now. But we've got, to, we've got to get rid of some things. Thank you, Jesus. We've got to deal with some entry points. We're going to deal more with it next week. Maybe Pastor Ashley is going to preach to us. She can teach it better than I can. Praise the Lord. But I don't want a church full of undelivered people. Do you hear me? I don't care if we got but 25 folk. I'd rather have 25 folk that's saved, sanctified, than filled with the Holy Ghost than 250 folk that don't want to live right. Do you hear me? Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says, if the righteous scarcely make it in, where shall the ungodly appear? Straight is the gate, narrow is the way, and few are they that find it. Thank you, Jesus. It's time for us to get our house right. Thank you, Jesus. You say, preacher, I ain't ready to go to heaven. I'm not talking about going to heaven right now. I'm talking about where we are today. God, wanna, he want to heal you. He want to bless you. Thank you, Jesus. He want to save you. Come on, I'm done preaching. I've really preached too long today. I don't have enough time to deal with this. But God, he wants to do something significant and miraculous through your life. And a lot of us avoid
of the peace of God. We're void of the, the joy of God. We're tormented. We're frustrated. Thank you, Jesus. And we need Jesus to come in. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know about you, but I want him to welcome, to be welcome in my house. Thank you, Lord. You got to invite him in. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What's in your house today? Thank you, Lord. We can't drive out Satan with Satan. I used to hear a song, let us help me to drive Satan away. We can't drive it fussing and fighting, saints. We can't drive it arguing and fussing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What's in your house? Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for your son, Jesus, that came, that we'd have life and more abundantly. And Lord, today, you see the things that we struggle and we dealt with in our mind. And you said, let this mind be in us, which was all sin in Christ Jesus. You said, if any person be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. All things become new. And so, Lord, we thank you today that you would come into our thoughts today, that you would deal with our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions. God, you see those areas where the enemy set up camp, where he's hiding. But Lord, today, we thank you that you didn't come to embarrass us. You didn't come to hurt us, but you came to heal us. Thank you, Jesus. God, you didn't come to make us ashamed, but you came that we would have joy and peace that we would experience your love. You didn't come so that we would live in gloom, but you came to heal hurt and pain. And we thank you today. You see what's in our house. You see what's in our mind. You see what's in our life. God, you see what's going on in the places that we come in and out of. But today, Lord, we want you to be Lord of everything. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we want to be submitted totally to your will and to your plan. Lord, we want you to build up something in us that hell can't deal, that hell can't stop, that hell can't block, that hell can't steal, can't steal and destroy. Lord, we thank you today. Lord, if we've been uh, a place, in a place of hurt, or we've been in a place where we've been the ones that's working and wreaking havoc, Lord, we want you to forgive us. We want you to deliver us. Lord, if we've set and if we've been a critical, like these people were being critical when Jesus was there to help somebody and saying what he was doing and how he was doing it, Lord, we don't want to be the one that's sitting, that's being critical. Lord, we want to be the one that's committed to deal with what's in our house, God, to allow you to dwell on the inside of us. We are your temple. We are your people. And we want to be healed, delivered, and set free. And we thank you for the ministry of deliverance today. And I'm going to open up this altar. I'm going to open up this altar. I believe God came to set captives free this morning. Thank you, Jesus. It's nothing to be afraid of. Come on. We allow the world to commercialize stuff and put it right in front of us. And when we are not even mindful of the enemy we can't see that's wreaking havoc and stuff we think is cute and funny it's not funny and it's not cute thank you lord some of us need to deal with it this morning and say lord forgive us lord deliver us lord help us
Thank you, Lord. We give you praise right now. Come on, I'm open up this altar quickly. And we're going to go. Thank you, Lord. There's an area where you need spiritual healing this morning. There's an area of, there's a war within yourself. Come on, it's all right. Come on, I'll tell you right now, before I preach this to anybody else, I preach it to me. Because I've been feeling so much of an attack, you wouldn't believe it. Thank you, Lord. But I've got the victory in Jesus. You say, well, preacher, what you talking about? That's part of our problem. We are not transparent and real. And we come in and we want to look like we're perfect and we've got it together. But listen, how's the wretch undone? Living in a world of sin. What do you say? You didn't smoke. You didn't drink. It doesn't matter. It could be just a matter of unforgiveness. I hurt. It can be a matter of an area where I've allowed the enemy to reside. Something that I have told nobody about. Come on, he said that if we regard iniquity in our heart, he wouldn't hear us. He wouldn't see us. The only way to come clean is to repent. Come on, he says, if you repent, if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, you'll be saved. Thank you, Lord. Come on, ask the Lord for forgiveness. You don't have to fall out. You don't have to raise your voice. Just a matter of, Lord, I want you to forgive me and heal me. I want you to come into my house. Lord, there's some rooms, there's some compartments in my soul, there's some areas in my mind, Lord, that I need you to heal this morning. I want to be delivered. I want to be set free. I want to walk in liberty, and I want to stand in the liberty where Christ has set me free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Come on, the Lord come to set you free this morning. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come on, there's an anointing here. To break chains. Hallelujah. There's something been hindering and holding you back. But the Lord is getting ready to take you higher. Somebody say, I'm going higher in the Lord. Come on, I'm going higher in the Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm going higher in the Lord. 